0: welcome to stargazing a stargate gazing podcast i'm your host kathy
1: and i'm your other host mary
0: and each week we discuss an episode of stargate beginning with stargate sg1 hello hello
1: hello hello How's it going? As my cat used to say, hello? (laughs) Aww. He was a great cat. That sounded like he was talking. Yeah. Yeah. Good. How are you? I'm
0: okay. I'm tired. And this weather and the dust I've been breathing in make
1: my stomach feel gross. Uh, Yeah. It's, again, bad weather and cleaning and dust is hard. Yeah, Yeah. There's been a lot of allergens in the air, like even when you're not cleaning an old condo
0: yeah yeah ever since we were over at our friends the other night collins mm-hmm. it that seemed to like set off my allergies again and
1: they've been uh, like yeah ah! mine been bothering me too i blame I don't think it has anything to do with collins house although it could because yeah he's still working on getting through the jungle that is his backyard now that he's recently moved in (laughs) also he's the worst so he probably caused it probably he did it on purpose i would think it actually has nothing to do with his new house and his new jungle that he has to try to tame nope it's Mm -mm. just colin yep being the worst
0: yep Mm -hmm. yep
1: yep sounds right that seems reasonable
0: yeah how are you doing how was your day going
1: my day is fine. What have I done today? I did some running on the treadmill because it's too disgusting to go running outside, even though I much prefer running outside. I went and got pedicures with my sister, which was nice and a very rare thing for me to do, to do <laughs> a girly girl kind of thing. But we went and got pedicures. I watched some Stargate. <gasps> I, folded no some- I, did. I folded some laundry. I watched some terrible ghost hunter type shows that I'm obsessed with, and Jeff judged me for it.
0: Oh, he doesn't need to do that.
1: Right? He's a jerk face. He watches some pretty (laughs) terrible TV also, so he has no right to judge.
0: (laughs) We all like our own terrible
1: things. Indeed. How was your day other than cleaning your mom's? Did you do anything else?
0: No, not really. Kurt and I have been dealing also with a potential bee in the wall situation. Ooh. Did I tell you about this? I think
1: Yeah, I think you were mentioning it the other night.
0: It hasn't been a lot, but we've seen them fly in and out. So we decided to just do this in the worst way possible, where we sprayed it with a bunch of poison. And that seems to have stopped the bees. So now we need to fill in the hole because we figured out, my older brother was like, yeah, that looks like a man-made hole. What's on the other side? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's probably where they vented the shower and then subsequently the dryer. So, yeah, we can probably just close that up.
1: I was thinking maybe dead bodies, but that's not as interesting.
0: It could be. There could be dead bodies in the
1: wall. I don't yeah. know. But yeah. Yeah. You never so know. you don't know what your mom and your brother were up to.
0: That's true. Although this is my house. Not oh, your house. Condo. Yeah. <laughs> your current house.
1: Right. Well, we've already talked about the fact that you've got that murder shower in your basement. So
0: yeah. And that's where they vented the, the fumes from the dead humans.
1: Yeah. So seeing as we're talking yeah. about your house and not your mom's condo, then for sure it's where the dead yeah. bodies are. And we already yeah. talked about the fact that I was going to look for a cadaver dog because of all the exactly. movement in your backyard. Exactly. Yeah. Although I got to get on that because I totally forgot about it after we <laughs> recorded that episode. I was like, I'm totally going to look into this after. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. yeah. So then
0: I talked to my older brother. I was texting with him and he was like, get some mortar or something to fill it in. And then my younger brother was like, how about this expanding foam stuff? And my older brother was like, yeah, that could work. And so we got some of that and Kurt sprayed it all in there, but it did not stay up until it dried. So we
1: need more. You know what I bet would work as a really good solution for the whole problem? Burning the house down? I was going to say a bomb laced with Naquita. You could just explode oh, the house. <laughs> that makes way more sense. Yeah. Yeah. But then it you might destroy. you might destroy a chunk of the planet along with it but and you and and you'll make sam carter real mad you will you will make sam angry if you just set off bombs with at least with naquita without letting her (laughs) sam out the science first exactly
0: yeah you don't want that
1: on that note should we uh talk about an episode of stargate we should this scenario is similar (laughs) to Hmm.
0: to this episode in fact yes yes it is this episode that we're going to talk about is Stargate SG-1 season 4 episode 15 chain reaction Ooh, yeah we start in the control room with the gate open there's the loud alarms going and General Hammond comes down to figure out what's going on and Walter lets him know that SG-1 has dialed in and they are under fire that's bad yeah they talk to Jack He says that they're pinned down. They're trying to get through. So Hammond orders the iris open. Then there's a bunch of weapons fire that comes through the gate. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a bit. To the point where they had to evacuate the gate room and close the blast shield in front of them in the control room.
1: At least Hammond was kind enough to... Give them the benefit of the doubt that they would still be coming through and didn't close the iris. That room took a lot of damage. It sure did. Yeah. They showed us a view of it later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He leaves it open long enough for them to get through. That's about it for that scene, right? I think so.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) In the briefing room afterwards, Jack tells Hammond that they were pretty much ambushed on their way. Turns out that they almost didn't make it out of this situation do we even know what they were doing there or no i don't think it ever comes up we don't really get any information on what this mission was all about all we get is hammond being extremely upset and saying that he just can't take the stress anymore of worrying that he's sending people off to die daniel wants to know what he is getting at with that and hammond says that he thinks that they should be the first to know that effective immediately he is stepping down as commander of the sgc And then we get credits.
0: Yeah, to all of their surprise. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Shocked faces to credits.
0: Yes. (laughs) Afterwards, we see Hammond is in his office with another person packing up his office.
1: What do you think that big dagger was that they took off the wall? I
0: don't know.
1: (laughs) It looked like a Klingon weapon of some sort to me, but (laughs) I don't know why I got that impression, but I did. Maybe it's a prop.
0: The non-functioning weapon.
1: A Klingon prop. Didn't fool you, huh? Maybe they found the Klingon homeworld. Maybe. yeah, Kronos? Maybe they found Kronos in their travels. Maybe. (laughs) We don't find that out, though, here. No.
0: Jack comes to talk to Hammond about this banana's decision he's just made. (laughs) He dismisses the woman who is helping him pack, and she leaves. Jack's basically like i don't really buy this your reason doesn't make sense we've been in trouble and presumed dead a lot so (laughs) don't know why you're suddenly having problems with it hammond says that this has been a long time coming and please respect his decision he was supposed to be only doing this for a little bit before uh coasting into retirement like, yeah, didn't yeah, he well... say that
1: the program wasn't even, like, up and running? He was just essentially babysitting the base while it was yeah. almost abandoned and there was no SGC actual, like, program yet? Yeah.
0: That's true. It was a nice, cushy, quiet yeah. assignment until... Yeah, it would be if he was just <laughs>
1: essentially watching over a mostly abandoned base. Yeah. Yeah. Jack's like, hey, I was
0: retired and I came back. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. I did, like, hear where and uh, kept switching back and forth between calling him colonel o'neill and jack so it's like already an immediate change in yeah the way he's treating jack Mm -hmm. yeah hammond though is firm in his decision and he heads out of his office through the briefing room where the rest of sg1 is also standing and says it's been a pleasure to serve sam gives him a hug daniel says goodbye (laughs) Teal'c says that on chulak when a great warrior retires The custom is to sing a song of lament. There is a long pause before (laughs) Teal'c is like, fortunately, we're not on Chulak, which was silly. And with that, Hammond is gone.
1: When he came forward with a meaningful look on his face, I was really hoping he would give Hammond a hug like Sam did. And then when he said this, I was really hoping we would get that song. And then we got neither a hug nor a song. And I was very disappointed.
0: Yeah, but Mm. it was amusing. It was amusing, (laughs) but
1: not as amusing as it could have been fair <laughs> later on everybody it seems i don't know how many people everybody is but there's a lot of people are all lined up in the gate room sg1 is standing in the front row kind of gossiping about whether or not anybody knows anything about this new guy that they've got that's going to be in charge door opens jack calls everyone to attention the new guy comes in and introduces himself as major general Bauer and it says he's going to be their new commanding officer, and it looks forward to working with them, and then leaves. <laughs> and it was a very anticlimactic introduction. Yes. Clearly, everybody looked around at each other after, after Jack told them all to be at ease. At least the SG-1 people were looking around at each other like, that's it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, the rest of them were all kind of still standing there, stark yeah.
1: still, while SG-1 was reacting. Yeah, that seemed weird to me that guess- SG-1 was just... Completely at ease. Everyone else that he had told to be at ease was still mostly at attention.
0: Guess they were uh, not getting any
1: other direction from anywhere on set. (laughs) But it just was weird to me. Why was it okay for SG-1 to be moving around like this? True. And talking and it wasn't okay for everybody else. That's what I thought was weird.
0: They're the stars of the show. Anyway. (laughs) After this grand speech, (laughs) Daniel and Sam react. They were hoping for something perhaps more inspiring and Sam says, I guess when you spend that much time at the Pentagon, it's easy to become a bureaucrat, but oopsie, because they turn the corner and (laughs) there is General Bauer who says, or a politician. She's apologetic. He doesn't really care. He is there to tell her that he's been looking at her Naquita reactor research And he is interested in the part of it where they could maybe use it with nuclear weapons to make more powerful weapons.
1: Hmm. Good times.
0: Yeah. He reports yet again that the Stargate project is still costing way more than the benefits they're receiving from it. So what they're going to do is work on this bomb. And Sam's like, but what about SG-1? And he's like, you've been reassigned. And so have you, Daniel. Because you shouldn't be on the front line as an archaeologist. Which, he's got a point. Yeah. (laughs) So now
1: he's been downgraded to consultant. He tells them to get to work. Yeah. This is a weird scene. Because in the beginning, he seemed a lot more personable than he had in the last scene. And I was like, oh, maybe it's going to turn out that he's nicer than I remember him being. Yeah. But then he gets more and more stern throughout the scene and then tells them that they're disbanded so i'm like oh okay. yeah i guess he is the asshole that i remembered him being yeah <laughs> yeah it was weird misleading start to the scene yes <laughs> later jack goes to see bauer to of course complain about the fact that his entire team has been reassigned jack talks back to bauer the same way that he would talk back to hammond but bauer does not have the patience for that and is completely incensed when Jack tells him that he's got his head up his ass. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. He is not going to give in to what Jack wants, unlike Hammond. So SG-1 is disbanded. That's that. And he tells Jack that he's dismissed. And he's also ordered to take some time to think about his actions. So basically, he's being sent on leave as well. Yeah. Yep. And needs to decide if he wants to still be part of the SGC at all.
0: Yeah. Jack takes his leave to go visit General Hammage. We see in sitting at a dining room table or something, reading, and in the background we can see his grandchildren outside, and Jack comes in and gives them a big hug, and then comes up to the window and puts his <laughs> face on it, kisses it. That's a kissing sound. Yep. It's a
1: totally yep. normal kissing sound. <laughs> yep.
0: yep. Hammond lets him in, and there's very friendly greeting. Hello, come on in. Good to see you. Blah blah blah. I do want to mention at this point the most important part of this scene. On that <laughs> kitchen table, there is a Connect Four set. Yeah, already in the midst. Yeah. Why did they stop playing Connect Four in the middle of their game? Oh, was it not completed? I didn't know. Oh no. Notice. Oh. Uh, I actually went and put it into like this Connect Four simulator online the same way it was set up <laughs> to try to figure out if someone had won and if somebody was going to win. Yeah. My conclusion is that red went first because there were 12 red pieces and ele- 11 black, <laughs> but in black had 3 in a row and was about to win, but for some reason
1: they all just walked away from the game. That is very weird. I love yeah. this level of research that you have done, though. But yeah, I hadn't even thought about it, really. I had noticed the, the Connect Four thing, but I had not paid that much yeah. attention to it.
0: I don't know what was going on, but right? Uh Seriously, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. And
1: who was playing? Was it the two kids? Was it Hammond and someone else? Like, what, what was going on there? I'm going to assume it was the two kids, because kids have, like, no attention span.
0: True. And maybe they were like, oh, I'm going to win. So they're like, okay, let's go outside. Yeah, I don't that know. seems
1: like a thing that my niece and nephew would do. I thought it was also important that the window behind him looked pretty dirty, and I was thinking that it needed some power washing because I've (laughs) been spending too much time playing that power washing simulator. (laughs) Which, as Jeff and I were telling Kathy the other night, turned into a weird Stargate-themed thing where it turns out to be alien Egyptians that are behind this whole thing and it was really weird because it starts off like you're power washing totally normal stuff like a playground and a car and a house and then eventually it's like a giant statue of an alien and a spaceship and then a giant alien temple and yeah weird weird arc on that game yeah well if you ever want to power wash
0: in real life you feel free to come on over and do my windows
1: yay do you have yeah. a power
0: washer because i no, don't have one
1: no, no oh oh no it's byopw well you'll have to wait until we have a house of our own because then we'll probably okay. have a power washer but until then no power washer <laughs> okay <first. laughs> sorry yeah anyway jack and hammond, <laughs> anyway,
0: hammond have a little <laughs> chat they do jack lets him know he's taking some time off not by choice <laughs> because hammond says not everyone is going to be as patient with you as i was <laughs> <laughs>
1: Patient is one word, not the word I would use. Yeah. I would use maybe dormatty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. dormat esque. <laughs> uh, is that a word?
0: <laughs> not making a move unless Jack was okay with it. Yeah, a lot of the time. Right. Yeah. Jack catches him up on all of the happenings that SGC is dismantled. Daniel can't go on missions.
1: Teal'c has been reassigned to SG three. I have a question about the team numbering. If SG-1 has been disbanded, is SG-3 the former SG-4? Did SG-2 get promoted to one and three to two and four to three? Or did they just leave it at SG-1's disbanded and all of the rest of the team still are using their former numbers?
0: That's a good question. My guess would be for the time being, there is no SG-1 because Jack still works there and he hasn't been reassigned. So maybe the
1: general would make him pick a new team or assign Mm. him a new team i don't know yeah yeah i was wondering about that like when it was disbanded does that mean that jack as you said has to pick a new team or is he gonna be reassigned to something else too who knows we don't find out no Hammond tells him just gonna
0: take some time to adjust but jack's like no no it's all you we need you i don't buy your reason still Hammond says it's out of his hands, which gives Jack some pause, like, hey. That doesn't sound like a retirement thing that he chose. No. It turns out that Hammond was threatened by somebody with the NID in a very terrible way. Yeah. In that they had somebody pick up his grandchildren at school and drive them around. That's terrible. That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Because they wanted Hammond to become more aggressive in their policy regarding the Stargate. Since NID can't do it themselves anymore. Oh, that's horrible. Okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Quit. Yeah. Jack basically decides to do something about it without saying he's going to do something about it. Hammond yeah. knows he's going to do something about it. Of so course.
1: Yeah. And that something is apparently to go see Mayborn in prison. Cool. Cool. He's been tried for treason, he lost, and now he's on death row. <laughs> so that was quite a turn for Mayborn. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Oh, that was that scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all we get is their introduction. Yeah. And then we're back at the SGC in the lab. Sam does not have enough Naquita to make the bomb to the specifications that she has been asked. So they're going to need more Naquita. And the only place that they're going to be able to get that is on P3S452. But it is still an active gold stronghold, so that seems like a bad idea. But Bower's not concerned. He's going to make it work. He's going to send a team there to get some Naquita.
0: Woo! Yee. Jack visits meborn in the prison. meborn a little surprised that Jack
1: is there, given that they don't get a lot. Jack doesn't yeah. trust him. Mayborn seems to be in relatively good spirits for someone on death row. He does. He does. For treason. <laughs> who was basically thrown out under the bus <laughs> by the government because it really wasn't all, all on yeah. him. But anyway, here we yeah. are. It turns out Mayborn also isn't completely cut off because he seems to be aware that General Hammond is the target of the NID. Yeah. Well, do you think he knew that before? Maybe that's information he had from before? Or do you think that that's new information that he still managed to get? Oh, I don't know.
0: That's a good question. Yeah. That I don't know. So they have a little back and forth about, oh, I can help you. Can you help me? I've been convicted of treason, waking blah, 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 blah. You can't trust me. I guess I have to. I, uh, anyway.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of like. Yeah. I would say the takeaway is that when the NID got disbanded, Mayborn says the Pentagon forced him to go work with the Russians, and now he's been yeah. accused of treason, despite the fact that he was actually just following orders. Yeah, made me feel a little bit bad for Mayborn for a change. A little bit, yeah,
0: especially because you know last time we saw him, he'd been frozen and then unfrozen. And were...
1: <laughs> true, he was just having not a good time. Well, he made friends with that fish though yeah. that he was standing next to in the freezer. That's true. <laughs> Jack asks if General
0: Bauer is part of this whole NID thing, and Mayborn genuinely does not know. Mayborn gets down to it, though, with Jack. He's like, oh, you want to play in my sandbox? Quid pro quo! So Jack is going to pull some strings. He's hoping, he says, the best he could probably do is get them to commute his, se- his sentence to life. Well, at least he wouldn't die but right. Mayborn wants more than that he wants to be let out of prison for a few days a little holiday to help out yeah. Jack and Jack's like what but you know he's probably gonna do that <laughs> Mayborn's like you're probably prepared to do that too cause why else would you be here
1: fair point in the SGC they have an incoming wormhole it is SG3 Things are not going well for them. Only three of them come through. One of them has a very bloody hand. One of them is having trouble walking. And Teal'c is the third person who seems to be mostly fine, although he's got a cut on his face. Yeah. Bauer wants to know where their fourth person is. And he's dead. So that sucks. Yeah. Teal'c seems very displeased when Bauer seems much more concerned about the fact that they did manage to get the Naquita than about the fact that they lost one guy and almost lost these other two guys. <sighs> it gives him an angry face before kind of storming off. But Bauer doesn't care. He doesn't notice. All he cares about is that the Naquita is there. <laughs> one of the medics says we've stopped the bleeding. Let's get him to the infirmary. Except that when they showed the guy's hand, it was like just a mass of blood. Like, <laughs> so I don't know how you could stop the bleeding when it was like missing like all of the skin from it. So whatever. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway,
0: Jack has managed to get Mayborn out of prison. Yes. And they've gone to a very sort of open plans, not really furnished, very yellow and white
1: looking <laughs> apartment. Yes.
0: Probably, I'm guessing, one of many of Mayborn's apartments around. <laughs>
1: that was the impression I got, yeah. especially when he said that he goes by like hundreds of different aliases, also.
0: Mayborn says that not even the NID knows that this place exists, and he also goes into the fridge to grab some beer. And Jack makes a comment about <laughs> Mayborn's beer and mustard diet because those are the only things in his refrigerator. And I'm only bringing them up because it was funny. It's really all you need. Yeah. Mayborn also takes the opportunity to take a floppy disk in a Ziploc bag from
1: inside the refrigerator, it was like stuck in the top. It's not really a great hiding space because when it's this sparsely furnished, there's only so many places a thing could be that you might be looking for.
0: That's true. I feel
1: like it really wouldn't have been that hard to find this thing that was just taped to the top of the refrigerator. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's where he kept it, no one else had found it, so that's cool. Mayborn puts the disc into the computer which is basically the only thing in that whole apartment is like a Mm -hmm. desk and a computer besides his beer fridge and he also says that if anyone tries to boot the computer without the disc it fries the whole thing and I was like (laughs) is that a thing I don't know I don't know anything about computers
1: I don't know but I vaguely have a recollection of needing discs to start up computers way back in the day yeah yeah
0: Then Mayborn goes to access NID files on the internet.
1: (laughs) Jack is kind of incredulous at it, which I thought was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah.
0: He's doing this on (laughs) findorama.net. But unfortunately, his password for whatever this is has been deactivated.
1: So he's going to hack in the back door. Yeah. Yeah. What happens if you type in findorama.net? It doesn't do anything. No. I didn't think it would, but I was just curious. (laughs) In Bauer's office, Sam tells him that now that they've got the Naquita that they needed, she's been able to complete the bomb to the proper specifications. He is glad to hear it. He gives her a big folder that tells her all about the test site. Sam is not happy with this test site because the planet that they're going to be testing it on supports both plant and animal life. And Bauer dismisses her, saying that there's no signs of habitation within 50 miles, so that's all that matters. Sam really is not comfortable with this situation. She thinks that she should be given time to run some simulations just just to do a check. But nope, Bauer doesn't care, doesn't want to hear it. He denies that request and tells her they're going to go test it right now cool and get ready
0: yeah back in mayborn's apartment mayborn is still computering while jack <laughs> waits around looking out the window mayborn asks jack what he's going to do with the information that they're trying to get on the nid jack's like what do you think and mayborn's like maybe you're gonna turn over to the pentagon and hope the chain of command will do some justice mayborn also tells him he can't take down the whole nid because they'll kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's nice of him to warn Jack about that. Yes. Yeah. Mayborn says that maybe you can just hold this evidence over their heads and then Hammond can come back to work. Unfortunately, Mayborn is still having problems getting in the back door even. And as he's still fiddling, Jack sees out the window a car or multiple cars drive up men getting out clearly they're there for them oops Uh uh-oh they've been traced so they gotta try to get the hell out of there but before they do mayborn burns his hard drive but not literally not literally yeah the men burst in look around the apartment can't find anything but they do discover there is a secret exit out of which presumably jack and mayborn have gone and they, in fact, have. They go and steal one of the cars that they came, <laughs> the other guys
1: came in. I like that Mayborn tries to steal the guy's gun without yeah. Jack noticing. <laughs> it obviously does not work. <laughs>
0: yeah. Nope. So they steal that car and they head on out.
1: Yes. In the SGC, they're getting ready for their bomb test. Siler is steering the Melp around on the other planet and they're watching it through the camera. Then we're in a park with Jack and Mayborn. Mayborn's getting a hot dog. Jack is facing away from him while he's talking to Daniel on a cell phone, which seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Daniel's just updating him about the Inaquita bomb test and the fact that Bowers taking shortcuts that Sam thinks are terrible. Jack is telling them that so far they haven't been able to find any information, but it seems that Mayborn's not quite out of ideas yet, but is not quite sure what they're going to be doing next. He hangs up with Daniel, goes back to Maybourne, where Mayborn is behaving himself and just eating a hot dog. He offers Jack a hot dog even. If I got out of prison, hot dog would not be my choice of meal. I love
0: hot dogs. It, although it would never look like a good hot dog too. Ugh. Ugh. Yum yum. It's heard me beat this hot dog <laughs> drum before, I think, so
1: Long story short, Mayborn tells Jack that if he really wants to help Hammond, he's going to have to get his hands dirty, and he does, in fact, have another plan for what they can do. But things are going to be getting a lot more dicey, as he says, because they're onto them. And really, they've only got one course of action, which is to go straight to one of the most high-profile associates that Mayborn is aware of. Jack wants to know who that's going to be, and Maybourne just tells him an old friend.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, the test proceeds at the SGC. They have it's apparently still 15 minutes till they have the bomb where they want it to be. Daniel rushes in, though, that they have to stop the test because... The aerial surveys they took show evidence of a Gould mining operation, and even though it's probably been shut down for a really long time, there could be Naquita present on that planet, which will not be good for the test. Right. Then Bauer's like, my soil samples indicate only minute traces, and Carter's like, what the fuck? Yeah. The thing I read said there was none. Bauer's like, too bad, we're going to continue with this test. Sam's like, I don't think you realize the implications, or maybe you do. Ooh. Yep. She's pretty indignant about this. With good reason. Yes. She's like, you were hoping for this to happen, that there would be a chain reaction with the Naquita in the soil, and that entire planet could be destroyed. Bowers like, yep, that's been considered, because then we could go blow up all the gold planets with a high
1: incidence of Naquita.
0: Yay. Yeah.
1: What about all the innocent people that happen to be on many of those planets, though? He doesn't really seem to care about that.
0: No, they don't. They didn't even care that one of their own people died on their, like, first mission out under his command.
1: Jeez.
0: Sam's like, um, but we're going to still be connected to the gate when the bomb goes off. And we've seen before all sorts of things coming through the gate, even though the wormhole is outgoing. Not physical things, you know, like gravity, radiation. Yeah. Yeah. Bauer, though, thinks they can get some data before the Stargate is destroyed. So he's assuming the Stargate will be destroyed. Sam wants to know who gave him this information and Bauer refuses. Yeah. And Sam's still warning. And as we've noted, too, it survives, like, even being hit by meteorites. Right. So (laughs) she's like, we don't know what's going to happen. And he's like, too bad. Someone else has decided this is acceptable, so suck it up, do your job, basically.
1: Yep, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Jack and Mayborn pull up to a fancy house. Jack asks Mayborn how long he's known this guy, and it's been a long time. There's some sort of a party going on. They knock on the door, and a maid answers. Mayborn says to tell the senator that Colonel Mayborn and Jack O'Neill would like to see him. It should be obvious to everyone at this point who is going to be coming to the door next, but Jack still somehow seems surprised anyway when this turns out to be Kinsey's house. Yay! <laughs> it really missed this guy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> So Kinsey eventually does come to the door and wants to know what the hell they're doing there because he's got people, this is a bad time, but his wife comes up behind him and welcomes them in because she has no idea who they are. Jack introduces themselves as Starsky and Hutch and she's like, great, come in, have fun. <laughs> a doggie runs up and just like me, Jack cares way more about the dog than any of the people at the party. Yep. So he's just there hanging out with the dog. Mayborn and Kinsey are talking a bit and figure that they should go up to his study for whatever the hell it is that Jack and Mayborn want.
0: In the SGC, they set off the bomb. We get a glimpse on the screen of the bomb exploding, but then they lose the camera, obviously because it was a giant explosion. Right. Even though Daniel's like, What happened? Sally's so <laughs> like, We've lost the transmission. <laughs> Okay. I feel like they knew that was going to happen. Right. Unfortunately, as Teal'c observes, the Stargate is still active.
1: Why didn't they shut the Stargate down themselves before the radiation reached it? They could see the shockwave coming. Why not shut it down themselves? I don't know. Maybe they just were trying to get all the data possible
0: before that happened. I don't
1: know. I guess Bauer was assuming that it would shut down on its own. Yeah.
0: Already radiation levels in the gate room are rising according to palter that's bad yep bauer orders the gate shut down unsurprisingly they can't sam orders the iris closed and that seems to put the radiation at bay for a bit at least yeah but sam is concerned that it's going to get really hot the iris i mean yeah and we'll may lose integrity and then they won't be able to stop the radiation and they should evacuate the whole base bauer's like oh we were positive the other gate would be destroyed oopsie
1: who's we we never actually find that out no we don't spoiler alert we never find out who was giving bauer his information or who he was coordinating with yeah he does give the go-ahead to evacuate the base because he's not a total moron well actually and they Mostly they is, can but... see the iris turning bright red, yes. So that's not good, generally.
0: Yeah, so they order the evacuation. Sam and the general are going to head to level 16 to monitor the gate room. He's like, What's gonna happen? and Sam's like, I have
1: no way of knowing, sir. And she's so furious when she says that. She is, because yeah. you know, if he had let her do her samming, then she would have an idea exactly. of what happened, but he didn't. Daniel gets
0: his dig in, too guess your risk assessment didn't cover this.
1: (laughs) And that's about it. Yeah, Back at Kinsey's house, he says he's got a whole bunch of important people down in his living room. He lists off a few that are pretty much meaningless. But the point is, he wants to make it quick. He doesn't know what the heck they could possibly want from him. Jack says they want information on the NID. Kinsey, of course, plays dumb. They go back and forth a bit. Kinsey starts losing his patience. But they know that he knows about stuff going on at the NID. Mayborn makes his way over to Kinsey's computer, and eventually Jack just pulls a gun on Kinsey. <laughs> <laughs> because Jack is not going to leave until he gets what he came for, which is information on who's behind the kidnapping of Hammond's granddaughters.
0: General Bauer and SG-3 Quarters head into the security room and have a look at the gate room. The iris is still heating up. She's not sure exactly how long it's going to last. She thinks maybe it's possible that their explosion might have even caused the gate to be powered for months.
1: Yeah, that'd be bad.
0: Yeah. So Bauer's like, well, we've got the auto-destruct. And Teal'c's like, wouldn't our gate also survive (laughs) an explosion? Likely so. Yeah. But Bauer's like, well, we'll be buried under a lot of rock. And Sam says that doesn't help because the radiation can still come through. She does bring up that there's a chance after 38 minutes the gate will shut down on its own. Which, fingers crossed. Yeah. All they have to do now is just wait, like, another, what, like 15,
1: 20 minutes-ish? Yeah, something like that. I think they're at, like, See 20 minutes happens. Yeah. at this point, they realize. So. Yeah. So they're going to wait. And watch. Yeah. At Kinsey's house, Mayborn continues trying to hack into the computer. I liked that we got a very brief view of the fact that Kinsey's wallpaper was a picture of his dog. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that. (laughs) It was like just a quick flash on the screen for a second, like right after he powered it up, and it was fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Kinsey is, needless to say, incensed that Jack is holding a gun on him there. In fact, he accuses Jack of waving a gun at him. Not waving. Pointing. (laughs) They want to try to get Kinsey's password so that they can get the information that Mayborn was trying to get from his own computer. Kinsey refuses to cooperate with them, though, and says that for messing with him, he's going to have Jackson permanently kicked out of the SGC and Sam is going to be scrubbing toilets in Alaska. That will suck for her and... Poor Teal'c's going to go off to some bioengineers for extensive testing. Eventually, despite their lack of Kinsey's help, Jack has a stroke of inspiration, realizing that there are pictures of the dog everywhere, and guesses, (laughs) you know what, that password's probably Oscar. And it turns out that password is Oscar. A senator should have better passwords. Right? Yes, absolutely. I very much agree. (laughs) Mayborn finds all kinds of information about what Kinsey has been up to, and he's been into some dishonest stuff. He's basically been behind all of the things that mayborn has been doing and getting in trouble with, and he was also behind the threats to Hammond. Jack doesn't really understand why he would be trying to get someone else in charge of the SGC when he had been so adamant about trying to get the thing shut down before and Kinsey says well if we're, I think it should be shut down it is a Pandora's box but if we can't shut it down then we may as well use it to protect God's creation here on earth <laughs> yikes yeah yeah they go back and forth Kinsey quotes the bible to him a few times so that's fun and then he also goes on a diatribe about how most Americans don't even vote, or half of all Americans don't even vote, and the ones that do are too stupid to know what they're doing. So he's just just such an awful person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mayborn gets the information downloaded onto a floppy disk and hands it over to Jack and I was wondering here we get a view like a full view of Jack and his outfit and every time that they show him in his civvies he's always just wearing like giant balloon pants and it's very weird like just the biggest cargo pants or khakis that just have like the widest legs on them and it's very weird. It makes him look like a little kid cuz his pants are just so big. I found it distracting for the for the rest of the scene I was just thinking about his pants.
0: I had not thought about his pants.
1: <laughs> I you know, My pants watch yeah. extends beyond the Tok'ra, apparently, Excellent. to Jack.
0: <laughs> well, it seems like you're real judgy. Oh, he's not wearing pants. Oh, his pants are too big. I'm not judgy. I'm I just, just make kidding. observations
1: about who is and isn't wearing pants at the Tok'ra. The only person I'm judging for their pants choice is Jack. <laughs> I mean, pants are dumb and overrated, so Agreed. I don't blame the Tok'ra for not I wearing pants. I agree. Yeah. I could get away, if I could get away with not wearing pants everywhere, for sure. Yeah. 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 Who uh, for all. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> anyway. Kinsey wants to know what they're going to do with that information. Take down the whole NID. Jack says, nope. They just want to get Hammond reinstated. Uh, that is all he wants. He's going to hold on to that disc, sit on it, as Mayborn had suggested, to keep that information as blackmail. Get Hammond back where he belongs. Don't threaten his grandkids, reinstate SG-1, and everything's fine. No one needs to get in trouble or know anything that happened here. But then Mayborn looks out the window and realizes that, uh-oh, there's more black cars. Coming for them.
0: Uh-oh. Meanwhile, the iris is pretty red hot. They are getting really, really close to 38 minutes. End of scenes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Would you like to keep going? Sure. Back in Kinsey's house, they got to worry about these people in cars now. Kinsey says if they give him the disc, they might just make it out of there alive. Jack's like, they're not going to come in here with all those fancy people downstairs. And Mayborn's like, but we still have to get out. And then Jack has an idea and picks up his
1: phone. He does. He does. In the SGC, Bauer, Sam, Daniel, and Teal'c are still watching the countdown. Things are not looking good. 38 minutes come and go. The thing is still open, so Bauer says he's going to have to inform the president when he gets to the surface. He seems rather deflated at this point. He's for sure realized that he made a huge mistake.
0: I've made a huge mistake.
1: I've made a huge mistake. Sam sarcastically says, yeah, it's going to be much safer up there. They leave. Tilk lingers behind for just a few seconds continuing to watch the screen, and then suddenly the gate, thankfully, does deactivate. It calls them all back. Sam says it's over, and Bauer says that for what it's worth, he's sorry. Yeah. And I was thinking that it pretty, like they went through all this huge risk, and now they're not even ever going to find the full extent of what the weapon actually did, because they can never dial back to the planet again no. to see what actually happened, so it was all just a huge waste for nothing. They know nope. it caused a big explosion, but they won't ever know how big because if they ever trial out again, they might not be able to disconnect. Yeah. 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 Mm. Also
0: like here, Sam just gets up and leaves without acknowledging yeah. his apology at all. Yeah.
1: Also great. Yeah.
0: Kinsey, Jack and Mayborn come downstairs. Jack thanks Mrs. K for a great party. <laughs> And they head outside. We see the men from the cars that pulled up kind of start heading their way. But then we hear and see a bunch of reporters. Oh, my God. And they are headed straight for Kinsey to ask him about his plan to run for
1: president. It really seems like Jack shot himself in the foot with this. Because would he really want Kinsey to be president? He's backed him into a corner for declaring that he's running for president. So now yeah. he's got a real chance of becoming president. <laughs> I know. I don't know. On some levels, yes, this is a clever way to get yourself safely out. But yeah. now you've also screwed yourself over. This is a leader Jack problem. Yeah. I don't know.
0: But anyway, Kinsey starts answering reporters' questions and waves off the other gentlemen who are there. He lets them know he he is going to probably run for president. He thinks he'd make a damn good one. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know how hard I've worked. I'm like, okay, man. (laughs) Anyway, he keeps talking about how great he is and how great he's going to uh, Mm -hmm. be as president while Jack and Mayborn get back in their stolen vehicle and drive away. In the clear.
1: Yep. What's to stop the guys from following them, though? I was wondering that, too. (laughs) I don't know. Apparently they didn't, but yeah, yeah, what would have stopped them from that? Anyway, we're back in Hammond's office again, and Hammond is also back in Hammond's office. So yay, Hammond's back. Yay! Which is good, because as much as we make fun of him, I like Hammond very much, and he is for sure way better than Bauer. Yes. Yeah. Jack comes in and tells him it's good to have him back. Hammond is looking forward to Sam's debriefing on what happened here, because... Jack has no idea he wasn't there either. Uh, Hammond asks Jack what he owes him for this one. He says, continued latitude and patience and, you know, just be you. The red phone rings, but it is not for Hammond. It is for Jack and it is not the president, but it is Mayborn somehow. How that worked, I don't know, (laughs) but it was Mayborn calling from some tropical island somewhere. He is not in jail for reasons, blackmail reasons, I believe, (laughs) He's still supposedly waiting for his death sentence down there, wherever this happens to be. But I think we can all figure from this that that's not actually going to end up happening.
0: No. Yep. Because he kept a copy of the evidence for himself. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. he
1: kept a copy of the... He emailed a copy of the evidence for himself. So now both he and Jack have the information about all of Kinsey's shady dealings. (laughs) Jack asks Mayborn why he didn't bother to try to escape when they were together and Mayborn says well you trusted me also you would have caught me so (laughs) what's next for Mayborn he's gonna go have some margaritas and then after that who knows (laughs) so they hang up and Jack says hey uh yeah you remember that thing that you said that you owe me how about if you just buy back my soul I noticed here, too, that they were wearing radiation detectors on their pockets, and we got a scene of people trying to decontaminate the gate room through the window of Heyman's office.
0: Nice. I didn't see the detectors. That's good, good, good yeah. doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the episode ends with Mayborn dancing off into the sunset with some lady. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy. Yes. Did you like the episode?
0: I did. It wasn't, like, particularly exciting in any i mean it was it was intrigue there's a lot of intrigue and i like that and i love to hate a mayborn and even here he wasn't all that hateful he was just sort of slippery and (laughs) mayborn sketchy yeah 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 my thoughts on bauer are that Because Maborn said he wasn't sure if he was in on it or a patsy. I'd say he's definitely Mm -hmm. just a patsy. My guess is that he got an earful from a bunch of people who hate the SGC about not trusting SG-1 particularly. And that's why he had to go in and like throw his weight around like that and make all kinds of dumb decisions.
1: Yeah. I was guessing that it was probably Kinsey behind the whole thing once we found out how many different things Kinsey was into. But it would have been nice if we had actually gotten a little bit more info on his motivations and who he was consulting with
0: yeah that makes sense that it's kinsey or at least kinsey's like behest that he became the leader because he was the one who got hammond out anyway right but yeah i enjoyed it in the end all was well which i appreciated i wouldn't want a new commander i like hammond
1: right yeah Yeah. hammond is better
0: oh and i think that people should finish their connect four games but other than that (laughs) you know all good i agree
1: how about you I did like the episode. It was a very interesting episode. I hate both Maybourne and Quincy, yeah. so it was it, pretty much every scene with them in it made me cringe. But the storyline itself was a good storyline, I thought. Yeah. I very much appreciated that dog because that dog was very cute. And as I mentioned, also, it delighted me that <laughs> there was that quick glimpse of the wallpaper on the computer being just a picture mm-hmm. of the dog looking super happy. So that was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it was super interesting i don't know if it's too spoilery but i do seem to remember that jack's plan in fact coming back to bite him in the ass as i was saying it could i'm pretty sure it does yeah but, i think you're right so it's, inter- it's kind of interesting that it's also setting some stuff up for the future because i feel like we're also getting some things set up for mayborn's future as well in this episode yeah yeah what's next
0: speaking of the future Next, we are watching Stargate SG-1 Season 4, Episode 16, 2010, which is actually our past.
1: The distant future of
0: 2010. At the time it aired, it was the future. (laughs) Yes. Netflix, stop trying to play it. Netflix says, it's 2010 and a lot has happened in 10 years. The gold have been defeated and diseases such as cancer have
1: been wiped out. I don't remember that happening. In fact, I remember new diseases cropping up since 2010. What? <laughs>
0: because this is the worst
1: timeline? It really is. Um,
0: yeah. Anyway. The booklet- oh, was that it? No. Yeah, that was it for oh. Netflix. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. The booklet says, a decade in the future, Earth's alliance with a highly intelligent race of aliens has rendered SGC obsolete. But when Carter, now married to a human ambassador to the aliens, uncovers a terrifying secret about these benevolent, in quotation marks, beings, she must reassemble SG-1 to send an urgent message to the past.
1: (gasps) Hmm. You like time travel. I do! I have mixed feelings about it, as I've mentioned, depending on how it's used. I remember this episode. I don't think I like it. I remember I did. Well, I know that I didn't like it, but I have okay. also had several other episodes that I've watched that I remembered not liking that I liked way better this time around. So we'll yeah. see. I
0: think I liked it, but that's just, gets, you know, yeah, future alternate reality slash right. time travel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. All that stuff. Yeah. Doesn't matter what happens as long as it happens. <laughs> that's not true, but yeah.
1: Good times. Mhm. Anything else? No, I think that's it. As always, thanks for listening. If you haven't already done so, make sure that you subscribe so that you can get our episodes as soon as they come out every Wednesday. Likes and reviews are very much appreciated to help other people find the show and word of mouth is great for that as well. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at, stargatesing at gmail.com or you can send us messages through stargazing.space and you can also access all our episodes over there if you're feeling generous you can help us out by becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash stargazing i'm mary i'm kathy and you've been listening to stargazing the end the end i'm gonna stop this and go eat some candy
0: Okay, I'm gonna go dry some laundry.